Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Sales happen on webinars, period. If you don't remember anything else from what I'm talking about today, remember, sales happen on webinars. Welcome to the Art of Paid Traffic. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. Rick Mulready here. This is episode number 71. And you know, I've spoken to a lot of people lately who are just now finding the show for the first time. So if that's you, welcome to the podcast here and thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe to the show over on iTunes or in Stitcher, however you're listening to it so that you don't miss an episode. If you've been listening to the show a while now, thank you so much for doing so and tuning in each week. Really appreciate that. Today, we're going to be continuing our mini series on webinars and how to use them in conjunction with paid traffic to quickly grow your business. Last week, we talked about automated webinars or streaming workshops, as I like to call them. I broke down how I use them in my business to create an automated sales machine using Facebook ads. And on the show today, I'm pumped to welcome my good friend, John Lee Dumas from eofire.com. Now, for those of you who don't know John, he's built a multi-million dollar business around his daily podcast, EO Fire. He's also the founder of Podcasters Paradise, which is a community of something like 2,800 people now, it's a lot, who are looking to create, grow, and monetize their podcast. And shortly after starting that community, John figured out that webinars in conjunction with Facebook ads were the most effective way of selling uh, people into that community. And that's what we're going to be diving into today with John. You're going to learn things like how webinars have completely transformed his business and the reason that he started doing them in the first place how he uses Facebook ads to drive registrations for those webinars, and the simple tweak that he made to his Facebook ads to increase his live show-up rate. He breaks that down for us today. We get into the top three tips for having a high-converting webinar. He's done over 200 
live webinars. So he knows very, very clearly what works and what doesn't. And he's going to break down those top three tips for having a high converting webinar for us today. And also, after doing over 1,200 interviews with top entrepreneurs around the world on the podcast there, he is going to talk about the number one strategy that he's discovered and implemented in his own business for moving your business forward and how you can be doing the same. All right, let's go hang out with John. All right, John, what's up, my man? Welcome to the Art of Pay Traffic. How's it going, my friend? Rick, I couldn't be more excited to be here, my friend. I am prepared to ignite. <laughs> That's a wrong show, buddy. Wrong show. <laughs> oh, shoot. Every time. <laughs> did you did you feel the... Uh, we had a little earthquake here this morning. Did you feel that? Uh, it shook while I was actually being interviewed. Like My chair like went back and forth, but I was ever the interviewer, and I didn't even acknowledge didn't it. <laughs> I was meditating, and I was like, whoa, is that what... <laughs> Oh, my, wow. My chair is shaking here. Pretty, You're pretty... probably like, did I just do that? Yeah, really. Did I just move this place? <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how good a meditator I am. I love it. Uh, so thanks so much for coming on the show here. Really want to be talking to you about how you've used webinars to build your business. I know that's been a, a major focal point um, for you over the past few years. And also, I want to get into how you've leveraged Facebook ads to drive registrations uh, for those webinars. So let's start off with how long have you been doing webinars in the business? I've been doing webinars now for two and a half years, and I've done now over 200 live webinars. Have you really? Is it, is it that number now? Yeah, it is. <laughs> now, all right. So two and a half years, 200 live webinars. What, why did you start? Why did you decide to do with them in the first place? I was really a fan and an admirer from afar of a number of entrepreneurs like along my journey. Amy Porterfield, Lewis Howes, Derek Halpern. I was seeing these people were doing great webinars. They're having these workshops. So they were bringing on hundreds, if not sometimes thousands of people, delivering great value, great content, great interactions. And they were also making sales on the webinars. And I knew that when I launched Podcasters Paradise back in October 2013, that I was going to have that initial rush of sales mm -hmm. because I had the community waiting for it, but then it was going to definitely flatten out a plateau and that if I didn't find a way to continue to get great value, great content in front of people, that the sales were not going to keep rolling in. So I knew that needed to be part of my journey. And that's actually why I hired Lewis Howes as a mentor for six months because mm -hmm. he was the webinar king. He, he wrote the book on the subject, literally. Yeah. And that was an amazing part of my journey where I learned how to do webinars, um, created my webinars, and then just started crushing webinars. At what point did you start, did you start doing them weekly? It was... Um, January of 2014, it was like kind of my New Year's resolution. I said, okay, we launched Podcasters Paradise October 2013. We had a couple months of great sales that started to kind of dip off into the end of the year. And I said, this is going to be the year. 2014 will be the year of the webinar. And I started live webinars weekly that month. And what was the, and how often were you doing them before that? Um, I had just done two total before then. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's, I want to dive into that because that's something that I'm hearing a little bit more. I mean, taking, people are taking your, taking your lead. They've seen the success that you've had with the weekly webinar, but there's a lot that goes into that. You know, people, yeah. you know, people can often say often very similarly, like people told you that they, that you couldn't do a weekly, I'm sorry, a daily, uh, a daily podcast, you know, doing a, a weekly live webinar isn't as easy as some people. I mean, it's obviously very doable. But there's a lot that goes into it, and you are the master of systems in getting a process <laughs> down in place so that you can be repeating that. What was that process and system like for you to be able to do a weekly webinar? 
So it was one thing that really hadn't been done up to that point in the systems that we use because this was back when Google Hangouts just started to be able to become integrated and embedded on actual websites and web pages. So I like found this tutorial that someone had just come out with that said, hey, like you can do a Google Hangout, you can grab the embed code, you can put it on this um, lead page got a form or template, and then it will actually be playing live for the world. There is a 40-second delay, but X, Y. So I went through that and I studied it. And I said, man, this is now possible that I can create a system where I have a team, and it was myself and Kate and a couple of virtual assistants working behind the scenes. But I knew that we could just have the team, just the two of us, create a system where like, I could actually launch a Google Hangout, send Kate a Skype of the video embed. She could do what she needed to do on her end with the lead page template, set that up so that we can then just invite people to a URL. You know, for us, it's eofire.com slash pod webinar. So now I just have this URL that I can share on Twitter, on Facebook and say, hey, we're having a live podcast right now. Come join. It's not like going through that whole, you know, annoying launching and downloading process of go to webinar and, and all those other things you need. It was just a URL that was living right there, right then. I saw that system in place. And again, we refined it time and time again. Every single time that we did a live webinar starting in January 2014, Kate was taking notes about things we had to improve upon. And it was really a living and breathing organism that really didn't get perfected until mid-2014. And then how are you driving traffic to that webinar? Obviously, you're mentioning, you're starting to mention it during the podcast and on your email list. But you know, how are you... At what point did you start? I know you started using Facebook ads to drive traffic to it. At what point did you do that? And you know what was sort of the decision behind doing that? So the first uh, four webinars in January went phenomenal. Like People were loving them. We had a pretty big email list and we were driving people from that email list to these live webinars. Um, and we also were just, you know, like having other people share that, Hey, we're doing a live webinar today. Like if your audience wants to learn some free, valuable content about how to create, grow and monetize a podcast, like this webinar might be for them. And again, it's completely free. Like it's just a value add, like let them know. But the reality was, is that after about four of those, you know, we said, Hey, like people who have, that we've reached out to have heard about the, the webinar. They've had an opportunity to go there. We don't just want to keep beating, you know, our email list and beating this debt, you know, beating it down to a dead horse. So it was in February of 2014 that we said, hey, it's time to get into Facebook ads. There's a massive population out there that if they just knew that we were doing these live webinars, they would actually jump on board. And that was such a revelation for us because we didn't really know much about Facebook ads, but we quickly, you know, found people that did and, you know, listen to great shows like this and, and read great content that you put out, Rick, and other great people have put out as well and said, hey, like Facebook ads is possible. Like, let's do this. Um, I actually, I actually, I remember I bought your course, FB Advantage, yep. and um, yep. went through that and that was a huge help. And it was really huge for us to say, hey, okay, now we can actually go out there. We can figure out an audience that we want to target and get people to webinars live. And again, we, per- we perfected that process. We found out that it was much better for us to only have three or four days out of, from the ads because that was really getting people to show up to the live webinars because they weren't like they didn't, hadn't signed up like a week ago or prior. And we learned a lot of things during that process, but it was really in February of 2014 that we started going big and we were spending a thousand to two thousand dollars a week to get people to those live webinars, mm-hmm. but the ROI, the return on investment, 
was sometimes 10, 15x what we were actually using to drive. Plus, we were growing our email list from that. So it was like a double win-win because even if people didn't show up to that specific one they signed up for, we were letting them know about the next one the following week. Yeah, I think you bring up a really, I mean, a couple of really good points here. Number one, whenever we're using Facebook ads to drive traffic to a webinar, not only are we getting registrations for the webinar that we're doing, but we're also building our email list in the first place. Huge. Along with that. And for those people who maybe don't attend the webinar, they're at least now on your email list. You're able to start to build that relationship with them. And maybe they don't buy from you right away, but they buy from you you know, six months, 12 months down the road. Um, you're still bringing them onto your email list and into your world, if you will. You, you also mentioned a really interesting point there where you, you guys figured out that when you started your ads about three to four days in advance of the webinar, the live webinar, that was the that was working best for you guys where that you were seeing the highest show up rates. Tell, tell me a little bit more about that and how you guys tested that. So we started um, immediately advertising for the next webinar, the day after the first webinar when we first started. So we'd have webinars on typically Wednesdays is our webinar days, like webinar Wednesdays. So by noon Pacific, we're done that webinar on a Wednesday and we would typically turn on the Facebook ads for that next Wednesday webinar. Mm-hmm. And what we were seeing is that we'd be getting, you know, X number of of people signing up. Like, let's just kind of use simple numbers here. Say we get a thousand people to sign up over that week. You know, we were seeing like like a fifteen percent show up rate on that. So like, then like one hundred and fifty people would show up live, and we'd be like, okay, so that's like fifteen percent. Like, that's not great, but you know, that's that's a lot of people live. That's good. And then we just started testing things. We tried just starting our our um, actual advertising on a Friday. That that next Friday, or maybe we wait till Sunday. So it'd be like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And what we saw was that the percentages of show-ups would go up the closer to the actual webinar we started. So if we started on Sunday, we might only get 600 signups, but then we'd get like still 150 show-ups. So it'd be like a 30% show-up rate. And so then we were seeing that, hey, we can actually get as many people to show up um, at at a much higher percentage of the signups spending a lot less money. And it was just kind of really uh, us realizing that, hey, it's like the three or four day mark that's perfect for us. Anything over three or four days, we started seeing diminishing show up rates. Yeah, I think that's a really, really good lesson there that you bring up is that you got to test this out. You know, you got to test if you're if you are running Facebook ads to drive to drive registrations for your webinar, you got to be testing out when you're starting those ads to to get people to that uh, to that to that live event and figuring out where is the highest show up rate um, you know that you're seeing how many days out and just kind of testing that to see which one works the best for you. Yeah. Now, would you say what kind of revenue were you bringing in on e- each week with those live webinars? And would you say that I think I know the answer to this, but would you say that this was the biggest um, revenue effect and, and growth of your business or the reason for the growth of your business so quickly? Yes, absolutely. It was the biggest revenue stream for us in 2014. And again, in 2015, it was our biggest revenue stream. Um, I will absolutely, without a doubt, say that you know it was the Facebook ads driving to that that had the people, number one, showing up that allowed us to build that base to continue to kind of drive that evergreen effect. And to your point that you made earlier, Rick, that I loved, because I've gotten emails from people six, 12 months down the road that said, John, I've been to four, five, six live webinars and honestly, it just wasn't the right time for me when I first signed up. But 
you've just built up so much no like and trust with this value that you're giving every single week and I'm learning something every day and I'm asking questions on these live webinars and you're answering them. Now I'm ready. Now I'm buying. And they were doing just that. So it was a huge critical process. And there was a time where you 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 kind of stopped. You, not not really stopped, but you sort of paused doing the weekly webinar. Is that during 2015? Is that right? Yeah. So 2015, we decided to take a step back, and it's actually we did two webinars a month. So we went to every other week, um, and you know that was just a decision because we had other things going on. Um, we had a lot of other things we were bringing into the fold. Like we started a course on webinars because we were so successful with webinars. So we created a webinar on fire. And I was creating other courses. I was doing a lot of traveling and speaking. So we just looked at our schedule and said, hey, for sure, the best thing to drive the most revenue would be to continue to do a weekly webinar. But for us now, um, that, you know, 2014 was the year for the weekly webinar. This is going to be the year for the every other week webinar. And we've actually kind of continued that in 2016. Okay. And so how has that worked? For, I mean, is it working better for you? Obviously, there's a little bit less work for you during 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 the month, even though you have it down to a system. You know, how are you? How, how's that going for you? How are you liking that? I'm liking it because it is freeing up uh, my schedule a lot to do other things, which mm-hmm. I know we're going to be talking about in a little bit here. Yep. But the one thing that I really do just want to make sure that your listeners get is that sales happen on webinars. Period. If you don't remember anything else from what I'm talking about today, remember sales happen on webinars. And guess what? Sales don't happen as often off of webinars. So I know 100% that we make less sales of Podcasters Paradise because we're doing less webinars. But it's a trade-off that at this point, I'm willing to make. I wasn't willing to make that back in 2014 because that was our year of webinars. Right. So we're taking a foot a little bit off the pedal um, with the live webinars, not, you know, every other week. So we're still really making it a priority of still our business. Very regular. Yeah. Every other week, there is an absolute live podcasters paradise webinar that we're doing, but we have taken the foot a little bit off the pedal and guess what? The revenue has pulled back a little bit as well. That is a reality because sales happen on webinars. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So you've done over 200 live webinars now. What are the some? Well, let's just let's let's boil it down to the top three. What are, what would you say the top three tips are for getting or having, I should say, a high converting webinar? So number one, you need to really focus on the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity is a huge, just innate thing that we have as human beings. It's just it's just reality. So I love starting my webinars off with a gift and with a real gift that actually means something. So I actually gift my book podcast launch which is the number one ranked book in all of amazon on podcasting with over 500 five-star reviews with 15 video tutorials i gifted that book to the live attendees of of that webinar so i gift that to them immediately right right at the top of the bat number two is the value and so for a minimum of 45 minutes i am just absolutely adamant about providing nothing but pure value so that people can walk away from that being like i feel like i just got a 401 course type level and level course in podcasting. And they're going to walk away, even if they don't think podcast podcast paradise is right for them, they're going to walk away and say, wow, that was a valuable 45 minutes of pure value. And again, that can even go into an hour, like between 45 minutes to an hour of pure value. And then I'll kind of cheat with number three and use a 3A and 3B because I think 3A is really once you get to the point you're going to be talking about what the product service or community is that you're selling, that you're pitching on that webinar, mm-hmm. really being able to show them that, take them 
inside your actual community, you know? And for me, that was actually being able to share my screen and, and take them inside a podcaster's paradise and say, hey, I've just given you 45 minutes of pure value on creating, growing, and montaging your podcast. Now, come check out my home. Come check out Podcaster's Paradise. Come find out why 2,800 people have decided that Podcaster's Paradise is for them and showing them the video tutorials, the actual conversations that are happening right now within the Facebook, showing them the webinars that we've done, you know, showing them this, that, and all the other things that we've done within it. Um, and, and so critical on so many levels to be able to really take them into that. And then that 3B part is interact, actually being able to answer people's questions live and saying, hey, Rick, like, what, what I, you know, I just saw you just ask a question right here. Like, I want to answer that question specifically. So Rick asks, and then you repeat the question, and then you answer it, and you're just there removing people's barriers because people are going to have barriers that if they were just on a sales page, they would just leave because those barriers would be remaining. You as a webinar host have the opportunity and ability to remove barriers so that people can have a, a clear path to joining, again, your product, your service, your community. I love it. I love it. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, I want to kind of transition into your your um, your project right now that you've been that you've been working on for a very long time, as I know. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that one of the things that I most admire about you and, and what we talked about you know, at the sort of the, the top of the episode here is that you are able to focus on like when you decide to do one thing or to, to do something, that's all you focus on, and you get a system and process in place so that you're able to get that down very quickly. And take something from like at, you said at the beginning of 2014, you decided to do webinars. So then, all right, I'm going to do a weekly webinar at that point and like get the process down, focus solely on that and get it to a point. And I think I remember you saying that it took you about six months or so to get it down to really to a point where you were really happy with it. It was converting for you, you got the system down, but you really focused on that. And I know that you go through a series of steps and and things to be focusing on in order to get something like that done, which, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is a big reason why you decide to put together the Freedom Journal. So talk about the Freedom Journal and this project that you have going on right now. I'm a huge believer in focus, as you mentioned. It's really been a mantra of mine for a long time, and that's follow one course until success. And I just see so many entrepreneurs fail because they let those weapons of mass distraction just take them down. And it's, it's so sad to see because we can accomplish really big things if we just focus on that one thing, one step at a time. And so with EO Fire, I've now done over 1,200 interviews. I've interviewed 1,200 successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. So Rick, people would come to me all the time and they would say, John, like, what's that one secret to success? Like, why are your guests successful entrepreneurs, which used to frustrate me a little bit because I would just answer, guys, it's it's hard work. Like they're really hard workers. That's why they're successful. So get your butt to work, like start working hard. But then taking like another step back, I would say, you know, there is one commonality that all of my guests that are successful entrepreneurs have. They know how to set and accomplish goals while unsuccessful entrepreneurs struggle at this very thing. So I decided, hey, it is time for me to create the first physical product for EO Fire because I knew that this product had to be physical. It had to be just this something that you could hold on to that was there that just kind of stared you in the face, was holding you accountable right there as an actual physical product. In early January 15, I started on my journey to create the Freedom Journal. And the Freedom Journal is exactly what it sounds like. It is this eight journal 
that will get you closer to your goal of freedom. Because as entrepreneurs, that's what we're all looking for. We are all looking for freedom in our lives, in our work, and whatever it might be. Freedom to do what we want, what we choose. So the Freedom Journal is just this beautiful, leather-bound, gold-embossed journal that will teach you how to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. So it's very specific. You will accomplish your number one goal in 100 days going through the Freedom Journal. And we start by having you set a SMART goal, which is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. And then we guide you through that process of accomplishing that SMART goal in 100 days with a very unique step-by-step process. There's daily tasks, nightly recaps, 10-day sprints, quarterly reviews, and resources galore on every single page. And I'm really passionate about this. Again, it took me a year to create and to have it actually physically made, shipped over here. You know, now it's, it's actually in the warehouses in LA, ready to be shipped out to everybody who's backing what we have going on right now, which is the Freedom Journal Kickstarter campaign. And this is a campaign that I've created to just really build awareness of the Freedom Journal and also build awareness of the great organization that we teamed up with and partnered up with, which is Pencils of Promise, um, because I'm looking to really build a legacy with the Freedom Journal uh, in, in a major way. So I love the fact that you know every single time that we hit a funding goal with the Freedom Journal, um, I am actually personally writing a check for $25,000 to build a school in a developing country. So I kind of awesome. you know, like to say, hey, when you contribute and pledge to the Freedom Journal, like you're giving yourself the gift of setting and accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days, which by the way, you deserve, listeners, but you're also giving the gift of education to those less fortunate. And that's what the Freedom Journal is all about, is that, is that awesome legacy, that awesome feeling, that awesome gift to yourself. And everything's going on and going down at thefreedomjournal.com. Freedomjournal.com. Okay. I was just going to ask you where can people find out more about this? Um, I love it. I feel really fortunate. And I know that we've talked about this in the past. I feel really fortunate to you know, play a, a very, very small part in just sort of coming up with ideas for the, you know, helping uh, come, you know, coming up with Don't ideas. Don't minimize your role. Listeners, no, I mean- listeners <laughs> every week, Rick and myself and Greg are in a mastermind and we would talk in the Freedom Journal. Whenever it was my turn to talk about what I was going on, the Freedom Journal was my focus. And Rick, you are a huge part in the well, creation and curving and the carving out of the content within the Freedom Journal. What I really remember is uh, a year ago, almost a year ago, two, well, 11 months ago right now as we're recording this, back in February of 2015, we were, we were in Montana yeah. for a Mastermind Weekend and we were walking in the woods. Sounds very romantic. We were walking <laughs> in the woods and we were talking about this. And that's what like, just to kind of see it come to fruition right now, a year later, has been awesome. I mean, and to go through oh. the process and watch that and, and to where you are right now with it. Um, you know, we had, you had the launch party the other night here in San Diego, which yeah. was awesome. Um, you know, I'm just really, I'm excited to start using it myself. And so I think the project is so cool. And, and, um, you know, in, in the, all the schools that are going to be built from it even better. Um, so many lives that, you know, being changed by this project. So very, very cool. So the freedomjournal.com is where people can go check it out. John, my man, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate you taking the time to do so. Rick, you demand. Thanks, brother. All right. Hope you got a lot out of this one with John today. Make sure to check out thefreedomjournal.com to learn more about the project that we were just talking about. It's been really fun to see this project come to fruition over 
the past year to uh, to get it to a point where he has it today. Really good stuff. For all the links that we talked about during today's episode, make sure to check out the show notes page over at rickmulready.com forward slash 71. On that page, I'll be sure and link up the URL so that if you'd like to register for one of John's live webinars just to see how he does them, um, that link will be on that page there. I like doing that myself with various people to see how they're doing things in their business. Always a good way to pick up some tips and strategies for you know, for uh, for webinars. All right, that's all for today's episode, my friends. Thank you so much for listening today. Coming up next week, Amy Porterfield is going to join me to talk all about the secrets to creating five and six-figure webinars in your business. Amy, not only is she one of my closest friends, she's one of the very best people that I know when it comes to webinars. And I'm psyched to bring her on the show here so that she can share her secrets with you. So until then, keep testing your pay traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.